Ready? Five. Right, baby. Five, six, seven, eight. It's the Ins and Out Show with Kane and Jake. Don't be coming if you're real fake. Only come if you're really fucking cool. Or I'll send you back to high school. Bars. <laughs> you like that? It was alright. I just heard last week. What was last week's? I don't know. No, I said ho last week. Yeah. Yeah, see, this one's better. Better. Less likely. Less, less, li- less, li- <laughs> <laughs> less likely to be cancelled. Uh, kicks ca- of the day. Rocking the threes, man. They're not threes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not threes. They are Jordans, but they ain't threes. They Jordan flights, I think. Lights. Jordan squeaks, we're going to call them. Jordan squeaks. <laughs> but I'm now just becoming a mini you now. It's pretty cool though, right? Like, so I just gave pay. <laughs> wow. Guys, I'm so tired. I just gave Jake a pair of trainers. Um, and there's a really cool story behind these trainers. So my friend was given these trainers as like a, uh, they were gifted. And the rule of the shoe was that like, they're never allowed to be sold and you have to pass them down. So it's like a rite of passage. Rite of passage. So then, Paulius, one. <laughs> so then Paulius Fruja, aka DJ Liffo, my old housemate and Dreamboys buddy, uh, super great guy, go and check him out at DJ Liffo, plays house music. Um, he gave them to me and told me the story that they're never allowed to be sold and they have to be gifted to a friend and they have to be passed on. Um, and Jake told me last week that his favorite color was purple, which I didn't know. It's a bit questionable favorite color, if I'm being quite honest. <laughs> but um, why? We'll get to that. So then I've passed the shoes on to Jake because they were white, black, and purple. So I felt like it just makes sense for you to rock them because it's your favorite color. So welcome to your third, second, third pair of Jordans, second pair of Jordans, third. Second. Welcome to the club, son. Why is purple your favorite color? Uh, I don't know. It always has been. It's like a kind of uh, a color of Did you love Barney? Mystery. The, did you love Barney the dinosaur? No, he's a scary motherfucker. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you love aubergine emojis? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> no, it's like a mystery color. Do you isn't like it? purple grapes? They're all right. So you don't really like anything purple? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a cool color. All right. What's your favorite color? Green. Why? I like the grass. <laughs> that came out way too quickly. That's obviously a very legitimate answer. No, it just reminds me of like like the Green summer shirt. and like doing cool Happy shit, shirt. playing football, okay. playing rugby, fighting, <laughs> learning how to backflip. Like okay, lots I can of experiences see it. on the green grass. And the green, I like it. And I got green eyes. They're like a bit yellowy, aren't they? No, nah, they're green, bruv. <laughs> Matches. Uh, green goes good with orange hair. It's true. Not many colors go good with orange hair, but green does. <laughs> All right. As another color, like black and orange, good. White and orange, meh. Mm. Green but and orange. Green and orange, it goes. Find another color that I can wear with orange hair. All right. Mission. Besides blue, but I hate blue. Why do you hate blue? Shit. Why? Reminds me of the sea. <laughs> What's wrong with the sea? Scared of the sea. You're scared of the sea? Scared of the sea. I still go snorkeling and swimming and scuba diving. How and, are you scared of the sea? Sharks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have <laughs> you never seen Jaws? <laughs> yeah, but like... So why is that not terrifying Because to you? like the probability of it is like tiny. Well, yeah, only because I only go in the sea once a year. But if I went in there every day like I did on the grass... <laughs> what, so do you not go in the sea like when you're on holiday? Yeah, but I only go on holiday once a year, bro. In fact, I haven't been in three. <laughs> three years. <laughs> Probably won't for another two. No. So, yeah. I'm scared of fish. Why? Not goldfish. Just fish in the sea. Right. I don't like them. They freak me out. Have you actually ever been like scuba diving? Yes. Like, yeah. like deep under? Uh, I had a scuba tank on it. It was deep, but it right. wasn't like I wasn't fucking next to the Titanic. But <laughs> <laughs> like I was deep enough that if I didn't have it on, I'd drown. You'd drown. Yeah. Oh. Uh, did you ever have a bad experience? No. What? I just don't like just it. Pers- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little bitch. <laughs> But I'm not a bitch because I, I, I make a it. conscious decision to overcome yeah, my yeah. fear. I have a thing that if you're scared of something, you have to tackle it head on. Mm-hmm. Like I jumped out of a plane. Mm-hmm. I still need to do that. Like I bought a snake. My biggest phobia in the world is snakes. I bought one. <laughs> in fact, I didn't buy it. Kyle gave it to me. But like, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I have this thing. So I am a bit of a bitch, but I'm not a bitch. Mm-hmm. You a bitch, bitch. You a bitch, bitch. I almost, yeah. um, almost drowned. I was surfing in Australia and I got hit by a riptide. What's a riptide? It's where... You have like a current going in the opposite direction of the current. Yeah. So like, let's say waves are going this way and then there'll be a random current going the opposite Into direction, it. like a, a way dragging you out to sea. And I got caught on that for like a good hour and I was swimming against it. I was an absolute idiot. I could have, I, because there was a, 
a rock pier next yeah. to me and the riptide was taking me into the rock pier and then the waves were crashing into it. Mm, so so if I got hit by a big wave, I would have gone into, mm. the, into the rocks. and mm. That's happened to me. I've been smashed against rocks into the sea. Have you? Cut my chest. Got nice. a little scar on my chest to prove it. Where were you? Uh, I don't know. I was a little kid. I went England? Yeah, yeah, right. in England. I went swimming with my brother that passed away. We were out in the sea and the beach and like the, the tide took us across and it pushed us both like towards the rocks. Mm. And I like, my little brother in it, so I like kind of got in front of him. Yeah. So we, he wasn't going to hit the rocks and then he cut all his knee open on the rocks. Nice. Like, so I tried getting in front of him. I got in front of him and he was holding onto my shoulders and the wave hit me and right. smacked my chest into the rocks. Ouch. And then my daddy come and saved us. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, probably like 11, 10. Right, 11. so young, young. Young. Yeah, so yeah. he would have been like two, three years younger than me. Gotcha. Yeah, rough. Mm. It hurt as well. Like cutting yourself in salt water. Oh yeah, my goodness. Pain. Like Keeps clean though. Yeah, yeah. didn't get infected. Scarred healed really good as well. <laughs> like, But yeah. Anywho, what's up peeps? It's Tuesday morning. It is... 10.45. Late start today. Well, we've spoke fucking 20 minutes about the sea and colours. <laughs> but yeah. Well, another week. Another week is done another and dusted. Ins and Outs programme finished for the month. We filmed on Sunday. Last week is filming week. And it was a success. It was a success. The busiest month we've had mm. was the programme. The most people joined on. Don't think I'll take that many again, though. But we'll see. <laughs> Depends who us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll see. It was amazing. It was just a lot to... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot to mental. A, a lot to, yeah, a lot to coordinate. Like even just, do, even like filming the groups and stuff. Like if you think there were some people not there and it just felt like a lot to figure out, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but it was a really successful one. I thoroughly enjoyed Sunday filming, watching. It's really nice seeing people, once they've settled on a combo, mm. have the confidence to like go Bang for it. Bang it out. Bang it out. Yeah. And like, be a bit fearless because mm. they're, they're really comfortable with it. Whereas a lot of the time you see people learn, learn a combo and then it's like you watch them after they've just learned it. They're, like, oh. they're still like in process. They're mode. still on eggshells. They're yeah, still like yeah. figuring out. But to watch them actually like have time to rehearse it and you can really tell the people that go away and practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, which is the whole point of filming day. Mm -hmm. But like, shout out Neve Ranson. Like we were mm -hmm. just watching one of the videos before it and I like I told you that she sends like footage of like training and like she just looks so comfortable whilst dancing the combo well because it's yeah. rehearsed like mm -hmm. it's so in her body like you can't fault it so sunday was dope saturday i had a wonderful time i was very honored to got asked by my good friend josh warmby to go and teach at his program phase in london it was last minute so i don't know who i was covering i should have been first choice but <laughs> whoever i'm covered thank you for not going because i had a fucking amazing time and i got a, a phase hoodie feels weird wearing someone else's initials on my chest but represent though it's worth it i love <laughs> it thank you the back is dope i would show you all but i means i'm gonna effort the mic but go and get a nice face hoodie and go and sign on to his training program it's really really dope it was a dope space where i've never been before it was like like the olympic park or something i don't really know was it london yeah yeah it was in right. london it was dope man the studio like the place was huge the studio was beautiful. Sound system was amazing. Floor was nice. Like, it was just so nice. And, like, the students were great. There's a lot of them. And they worked their butts off. What um kind of student base was it? Was it, like... Uh, I had some grads? people that I know. Like, a few people I knew. Like, uh, there's some dancers that I've taught, like, outside of, I guess, college life. And then a few college students I've taught. Um, and then loads of people I didn't know. But I'm assuming everyone there wants to be a working dancer. Mm. Or, you I was going to say, is it like training work? Yeah, because the whole point of his is like he's prepping you to be a commercial dancer. Gotcha. You know, he's prepping yeah, yeah. you to be a working dancer. Um, and it was dope. And he does like a rehearsal process with them. So he does like a stage piece with them. And they have to do it like it's a rehearsal. And people do entrance and ex exits. And they do oh, like nice. uh, transitions, reverse a section. And then he has different guest teachers in. What's really interesting, which I didn't know, is he doesn't tell them who their guest teachers are. Mm. which is like that's kind of dope like Quite balls isn't it ballsy yeah. like imagine <laughs> imagine like i was like if you've signed up and i walk in i was like imagine you're like who the fuck, fuck is that <laughs> who's the short white ginger guy but i guess he's got the reputation that they know behind. that yeah they trust him that yeah, he would yeah. the same way i hope people would trust me like i'm not going to give you no dog shit teacher ball rude <laughs> I'll have you know look at the teachers <laughs> I've brought in <laughs> that bro. was a joke I have Michael that Naylor incredible John Graham the go. goat Alex Shondoff incredible go. will be the goat Cisco Gomez twice the goat 
Lisa Spencer cancelled the goat <laughs> this month. Can't tell you. <laughs> a goat. <laughs> you fucking bastard. <laughs> you know nothing about dance. I will roast you right now. You roasted me. Do an LV. Shut up then. Do a moonwalk. I can Shut moonwalk. up then. I can moonwalk. Show me the robot. <laughs> Shut up then. I'm really sad. But can you windmill? I can... You don't even know what a windmill is. I do. Shut up, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, he doesn't... That's a proper run. Thanks. He doesn't, um, he doesn't advertise his guest teachers. And I was like, I hope they're not disappointed. And then he, <laughs> he introduced me and he's like, if you don't know who Kane Silver is and, like, you could see people in the room. I had no <laughs> fucking idea who I was. Um, but it was nice. It felt like, um, it felt like a first date. Right. Which I haven't been on a first date in a very long time. But it felt like a very, very long time. It felt like a first date. Because um, I felt like I had to win people over. Right. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It was like I had to... You know when you go on a date and you're like... You show everyone all the best parts of you. Mm -hmm. And you don't <laughs> want to see the shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the third date, they start to see the flaws in you. Yeah. It's like they got to see me for an hour and a half. So I really got to show all my good qualities before they saw any flaws. Mm -hmm. At least unless... I didn't mean to show them any flaws. <laughs> right. Um but no, it was super fun. I taught uh I didn't know I didn't know what to teach. Um because obviously what I teach is quite different from Josh. Um and he told me to teach whatever I want. He was like, come and just do you, like I want to do some hip hop stuff. Um and it's weird because I'm like I'm not a hip hop teacher. I don't teach like hip hop, mm -hmm. but I don't teach commercial in my eyes. It's kind of like a well, commercial is obviously a fusion of hip hop and other styles, but like kind of like a hybrid of the bunch. Because mm -hmm. I'd never be like, I am a hip hop teacher, but I would also be like, I don't just teach, in air quotes, commercial dance. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I don't know what to do, and he's like, just do you. And it's the first date, so I wanted to make sure like that it was a good song. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to make sure that you everyone's gonna start. Yeah, best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to go in and do like Jaheem ain't leaving without you because although it's a tune and I love the dance, like maybe that's not a tune for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, like I know I didn't know that song before I got shown it. But I was like, Bieber, you can't really go wrong. So I was like to Josh, what did you do this morning? Like I might do Bieber. And he was like, I already did Bieber this morning. I was like, what song? And it wasn't, I can't remember what it said, <laughs> but it wasn't the same song. And he's like, I did an audition class with him. I was like, dope. Let's pretend that they got through the first round of the audition. <laughs> this is round. the second round. Like, <laughs> so it kind of worked pretty good. Oh, nice. And it was fun, man. Like they worked their asses off. They seemed really responsive. Mm. Like it was great. There were some really talented people in there. Um, and there was this one boy, I wish I remembered his name. You know how bad I am at names. He was super lovely. And we were doing it in like, uh, I did like a boy's, a boys group and then two girls groups and he messed up and walked off so i kind of ranted at him like not in a horrible way but like look we don't get into this habit mm -hmm. like we never walk off like you suck it up and you keep going bitch if you have to twerk like <laughs> you you do the worm you do something to stay on stage because mm -hmm. i was like this could have been your audition and i might have watched you at the beginning roast it and then look somewhere else and then when i look back to find you again you've gone mm -hmm. whereas you could have got it back by then or it could have been on the freestyle at the end um and he was dope he totally understood it so then the next group another girl come on and she she made a mistake but as soon as she started dancing from the jump i was like she's dope mm. like never seen her in my life didn't know who she was she's super dope she started killing the combo and then she fucked up and she just started doing like a bunch of house steps like started killing it and i was actually more intrigued that she fucked up and made and made it look more interesting than what i did and then go back into it so i went up to her after it and i was like yo like great fucking job not mm. only did you catch my attention at the beginning you messed up and then i was more intrigued to watch you like you actually made it better um and her name was jade she's from belgium or holland i can't remember i should remember but they are neighbors it's very close it's an easy mistake but she was super dope so shout out to jade man and then I did a final group at the end and I put her in the group because she, she roasted. She roasted. Yeah. I had uh, a guy called Colby Richardson, I think is his name, on the right, and Lau from Wilkes Academy on the mm. left. And then I had James Lambert, who's a very lovely dancer, in the middle. And then my two girls were Beth Cooper and this Jade girl. Mm. So in my, I didn't oh, say Beth like, yeah yeah, 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 Beth from the program. I didn't say like, this is my people that I've booked. Yeah, but yeah. like, they all told the same story but yeah, still yeah. made it interesting and had their own feel so whilst doing to, it just get the timer up that's right um so they all had their own feel whilst doing it so it was very lovely um and then yeah i felt like i i, I felt like it was a success and then we did a q a after it which was meant to finish at quarter past four 
And we finished at 25 to 5. Because okay. me and Josh won't be together. I don't know. We just bounced off each other. Yeah, like they were, they were asking great questions. Mm. And then we were just like bouncing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know so what was I mean? it only you two teaching that day? Uh, yeah. So he taught mm. in the morning. Then I taught in the afternoon. And then the next day they had Lisa Spencer. Gotcha. Um, which I wish I was there for that as well. So I could like sit and listen to her Q&A. Mm. But um, no, nah, man, it's super, super humbling experience. And Josh said he had amazing feedback. So smashed Your first it. date went well. Yeah, hopefully I get invited back for a second date. <laughs> <laughs> no, take that in, Josh. Um, <laughs> that judge. Book me. Um, but no, it was lovely, man. So I was felt super, super honoured. Hmm, nice. Good weekend. I, I don't go and teach at like programmes and stuff like that very often. Mm. Like I always get asked to go and teach at like dance colleges. schools yeah, yeah. or colleges, but I've never been asked to teach at like a training programme unless I've made it. So... Yeah, it felt like a, an accomplishment. It was like a tick off the bucket list. Nice. Mm, so I'm very grateful. Dope dancers there. Just tell what was interesting. He, I think he, he, I'm assuming, he requests everyone to wear all black. I noticed that. And the thing I was like, everyone was wearing black. Everyone was wearing black. So straight away, I felt like I was in like a rehearsal for a show or something. Mm. So, it, and it's interesting. So I can see a pro and a con to this. Um, the pro is it, and I was speaking to John and Marco. I went for dinner after teaching with them. And uh, I was like, it's really interesting. It made everyone all of a sudden feel like more together. It made mm. everyone feel cleaner. Gotcha. Like, do you know what I mean? Because then all of a sudden everyone kind of looks the same. So you already imagine them as a unit. Mm. But then they were, I don't know if it made it look cleaner because they had the same clothes on or what, but it just looked like a nicer picture to look mm. at. So like, and John made a good point and he was like, maybe it helps people feel like they have something in common with the person next to them mm. because like going into a space like that can be maybe quite daunting so it removes that oh it's kind of like a uniform yeah like uh, it's yeah. something that unites us all from the very jump mm -hmm. so you already have something in common in the room which is dope the the only reason i wouldn't i don't want that to be like what I wouldn't have that for my program, but I get it because it completely makes sense, especially as he's teaching them all to be commercial dancers and he wants it to be like a rehearsal and uniform. So you have to learn to like blend with each other and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's super dope and I might try it maybe one program, bite it hard, but, and just see what it, what it works like for me. Or on but, a filming day or whatever. Or on a filming day, mm -hmm. exactly. But like for me, I want to be able to someone to come and express themselves to the highest mm -hmm. of their ability. And through some people like, clothes is a part of that expression the expression like i know it is for me mm -hmm. like i know i don't wear like elaborate clothing and i just wear black every day but i'm very selective about my shoes or my hats like <laughs> so if i had to wear black shoes and i didn't have a dope pair of black shoes that i like dancing in that might throw me off mm -hmm. not throw me off but like i don't get to feel at my best because i yeah. like wearing a specific shoe you know so it's pros and cons pros and cons but it's very 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 lovely experience that's a lot of berries yeah I didn't have any alcohol last night you can tell right yeah buzzing I'm like I'm still tired as hell but yeah. I'm ready uh, what else has been popping oh I've got a good one so peep this anyway how are you have you had anything nice this week <laughs> <laughs> I've just been sitting and nodding yeah my week last week was busy it was Ooh. a proper like 80 hour work week why what are you doing just building shit and just loads of like videography work um obviously it was videoing for you editing um gym. how many videos do you think you edit a week well obviously my week is the busiest week so like sometimes it's like none you know depending on the week that you have or some like this week including sundays it's probably gonna be like i don't know 40 videos 40 40 fuck how long would that take I guess because it's, it's my... like one takes it easy. You just slap the music over the top, do a bit of color correction, Bob Drunk. Which the next one do they one. want editing? Pardon? Editing. Yeah, editing ones are the longer ones because you're choosing. But like... I don't give you any editing ones. No, no. Like yours are really easy because it's the same. I'm an easy client. Yeah, you're a really easy client. It's lovely. Um... I don't even tell you what to do. <laughs> no, you don't. You just go do it. I don't even tell you lighting. You go, what light do you want? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty. Pretty. Make it look good. <laughs> um, but like, like yours are really easy because like you make a template. And then you just slap the next video in. Like once I'm once I've made the template, like one of your videos would take like if I'm doing groups, mm. a minute and a half. Now you're making this sound really easy. I might learn to video be a videographer and fire yeah. you. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do you want to buy my camera too whilst you're at it and the gimbal 
And no, I just the SD my, card. Bro, I can shoot in my 4K phone. on my phone. <laughs> Mate, phones are mad now. You don't get as much depth of field, though. Depth of field is what makes it look nice. I don't know what that means, but... So, like, if you were videoing the camera and yeah. the screen behind it... But like, the iPhone 13 does. It's artificial. It's not real. It's It's AI. So it, it Bitch, we're all about to live in a metaverse, which no, is as in like, oh, so it, it doesn't actually give you like the correct depth of field. So it, like if you're videoing the camera and then you want background blur behind it, it fakes the background blur. Uh, so it doesn't actually give you like the real distortion, not distortion, but like from yeah. my understanding anyway, I'm not actually that much of a geek on this thing. So, okay, you're back. You're hired again. Congrats. Just to fake my job here. <laughs> yeah. So I saw, uh, interesting, Dean Lee posted on Instagram. Uh, if you don't know who Dean Lee is, he's a very successful choreographer, um, choreographs and is part of the creative team for Janet Jackson. Um, he's choreographed lots of, you know, huge projects in the UK. Um, was a teacher at Erdang, don't think he is anymore, but, you know, Dean Lee, if you don't know who he is, go and do your research. He's definitely um, someone you should know who's in the dance industry, very talented man. Um, he put on Instagram a bit of a rant, which I found really interesting. Mm. He said, it's quite long. Right. Go on, here we go. Can you read? Can I read? <laughs> Just. I'll leave this close. Um, he said, one thing I will say about this new generation of dancers, y'all are brave. Please don't message me directly on a Saturday evening gone 9 p.m. asking me if I've got any shows or projects that you can audition for and if so, when. How about if I do have a said project and I feel you're right for it, I will be in touch some way, somehow, usually via your agent so it's professional and cap locks within working hours. Y'all need to chill. Don't get me wrong, I understand the hustle of being a dancer, but I wouldn't dream of messaging a choreographer directly when I was a dancer. You don't have it like that. Y'all think I'm just sitting here and have to answer because why? Yeah. Stop being so entitled. Show work ethic. Show discipline. Show professional etiquette and exercise patience. The joke is I am here for so many people when they need advice or a listening ear, etc. Students I've nurtured and we've built a working relationship on over time. Earn your place. Mm. I have mixed feelings about that one. Go on. Well, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I I'm, think... I'm from a non-dance perspective, obviously. Yes. So I, fall, I, I completely understand him, right? Um, I think everything that he's saying is completely correct. I think you're... Just to message someone out of the blue and be like, hey, have you got any auditions or anything I can c come up for? Blah, 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 via social media, mm -hmm. which is like, I know it's a profession, it's his professional thing, but it's also his personal thing, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like a profession, it's a professional page, but it's also a personal page. So like, it's quite a lot to be asking that. I think when can you get away with that is depending on your relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming my assumption is that the people that are asking don't have don't that have relationship. relationship. Hence he yeah. said, people I've nurtured and, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the last phrase, like he'll let them know he, the opportunities are there. Mm -hmm. But like, if it, if it was me that just messaged him, like, yo, got a job I can do. Like I've never taken his class. I've probably worked with him twice. Mm. If that, I don't even know if that maybe once we know each other, we, we'd say hello to each other. We don't go, we don't hang out. Like, we don't text each other. Mm -hmm. So for me to do that would be really unprofessional. Right. Unless I was messaging him, like, uh, like a business offer. Like, hey, would you want to come on my podcast? Because that's me offering that's your you. Offering him. That's yeah, me yeah. offering you and asking you at the same time. It's, that's, that's, a, that's, that's dual, right? Mm -hmm. I know a dancer would be offering their services to him. But let's be fair, he's but not, he's not sure of that opportunity. He's not sure of them. <laughs> um, I think it would be better if you're going to do that via an email. Mm -hmm. or via his via your agent i know your agent isn't just going to message dean lee that mm -hmm. or you might be like hey like say for example like i learned a class combo of his but then it means that i've been to his class and i've already invested in him and then you're like you've rehearsed it you shoot it with a like a dope camera or something and you go hey i really love your work i'd love to work with you in the future i'd like to just send you this video mm -hmm. like if someone did that to me i'd be flattered but if someone messaged me if this was me out of the blue and i don't know who you are being like got any work for me i'd be like who the fuck are you fuck are you? you know um but it is like it's hard right because like when we say 9 p.m on a saturday evening 
if you're a working dancer, that's your working hours most of the time. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're on a show or like, I don't know. That's not that, to me as a dancer, that doesn't seem late. But as a muggle, 9 p.m. on a Saturday night, is it, <laughs> why would you do that? Like, so I'm torn, but mm -hmm. I get what he's saying. Completely, I'm on his side. But I think you have to be in a working relationship to do to that. To be with it. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of variables. However, however, here's my but, where I've been the person messaging. Right. When I was trying to get my visa, I messaged and I asked. Like, I also believe in don't ask, don't get. Mm -hmm. So I messaged Kenny Wormald. Like, didn't respond to me, so I contacted his agent, <laughs> which is the professional way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I... But it was in person. I asked Marty Kadalka for help. Like I spoke to people. I messaged Brian Freeman for help. I messaged Draco Johnson. I messaged Amy Allen. Like I messaged people asking for help with my visa. However, I'd worked with all of these people, mm -hmm. or I had some sort of relationship. Some sort of relationship. So, so it, I, I don't know. Like, does he have a relationship with these people that are messaging? Well, that's that's, it, that's, that's, that's where it lies for me. Mm. That's the variable. If this person is invested in taking your class for two years, then maybe they feel like that they have a place to message yeah but also if they've taken it twice eh, not so much not so much i think the whole time thing to me like what time someone messages me i don't care if you message me at one in the morning cool because it's not it's not their responsibility to message your time it's your responsibility to have your phone available at that time is my opinion so like if someone messaged me at one in the morning, I woke up to that text, I wouldn't be bothered in the slightest. You're not because if be it like... woke me up, I should have my phone on silent. Yeah. That, that is, that's a me issue rather than them, a them issue. And I also think social media has broken those boundaries down where you email only between 9am and 5pm. Yeah, that doesn't exist on That doesn't media. exist anymore in, in, from a cultural standpoint. Yeah. Um, so to me, that that's a write-off for me. Mm. Um, but I'm not saying it's wrong. Like, you know, um, and the other thing is, I, going back to what you're saying, doors only open for those who knock. Yeah. Um, so by knocking on a door, I think you're but you're showing what kind of character you would be in a work ethic, play, like in a working Yeah, you're a go-getter. You're a go-getter. But also- And if someone said that to me, like if a PT said, you know, messaged me going, I want to work really hard for you. I'd be like, doors open. Yeah. Come through. But that doesn't happen very often. But if you're getting them 10 a But day, I'm telling you, he probably gets these messages like... Day. Which is then where it becomes yeah. more of an issue. It's like when people say to me, um, Nina, in fact, messaged me yesterday saying, how do I email an agent and not make it sound like a generic email and make it stand out? Mm. And I was like... Good question. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. You just mm. write a lovely email. You make sure you come across professional, polite. Make sure you're going with your best foot forward with a... Decent looking email, decent looking headshots and CV and show reel. And I guess you just hope for the best. Mm. Like, I don't, think the mic. I don't think there's anything you can do to make it like pop, pop or yeah. different. Um, and it's the same thing. Like think how many, like if you're an agent, I bet you get so many emails from the 4,000 graduates there are a year or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. Like probably not that many, but let's say it's 2,000. Like, you're probably getting fifty percent of them are going to email you if you're a if you're a good age like if you're a, a popular agent mm. you're probably going to get a lot of emails a week requesting representation like I I think it's but then as an agency do you accept that that's part of the gig that's part of the gig right yeah yeah but then as a choreographer I don't know if you should have to accept that that's part of the gig because it's normally your agents your your work would go through an agent most of the time mm. I don't know like. I'm not saying like what he's saying is wrong. I do actually, I do really agree with it. I'm mixed about it though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm torn. I see it from his point of view, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I've also been the person that, that asks. That asks. But yeah. at the same time, I think it's good that he's put it out because, you know, some people might be like, if you messaged me, no, that's a lie. But maybe some people would be okay with that. Mm -hmm. They would like people doing that, you know, but he's put it out there that he's not okay with that. And he doesn't like that. So it's just, I think it's I, a... I think now it's an issue if people continue to do it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like he set the tone. It's like what I was saying about what time you get messaged at. Like he's now set the tone of what he's expecting. So yeah. people now go against that. Yeah. But also like credit to him for just like saying it. Mm, saying how You it know, is. as opposed to like letting it be a problem for him or him keep having it and making his life miserable or whatever it yeah, makes yeah. him feel. Like 
I like that he's just said it how he's it is. He's taken accountability and changed it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's put it in back, like he's put the ball back in their court to be mm -hmm. like, I've told you to don't, don't do this, so don't do it. When I think you're right, I'll hit you up. Mm -hmm. I like that. Respect. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of et, 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 etiquette, etiquette <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about today class etiquette. Obviously, I teach what feels like to be every minute of the work and living day. <laughs> um, and class etiquette to me is something which everyone has a different standard of what class etiquette should be. And depending what genre of dance you're in, right? Um, for me, uh, things that I like people doing in a dance class, like what I think class etiquette should be for my classes. Mm -hmm. I can't speak on behalf of everyone, but what I like in mine, obviously, what I like in mine is probably gonna be very different to what a ballet teacher is gonna want. A ballet teacher normally wants the room to be very quiet, to concentrate, you know, to be very focused and not be talking, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I want an atmosphere. I want it to be fun. I want some whooping and cheering. You know, a ballet teacher probably doesn't. They're probably like, shut up and let's listen to this really boring piano. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas I want people to like cheer people on mm -hmm. and like make it a nice positive environment. Um, so class etiquette. For me, like the first thing is just be on time. Yep. Right? Um, that's life etiquette. That's life etiquette. <laughs> like just be on time. That sets the tone for how you're seen as a student. It makes it easier for the teacher when people are walking in halfway through your warm up. It can mm -hmm. be distracting, and if they walk in like a bit into a combo, it always makes me go, "Do I have to go back and teach just for that person?" And then I'm like, "Now nah, fuck it, they should be on time." Um, so just be on time. But that's a general thing for me. Like mm -hmm. on time is late. Be early. If I've got class at, like I teach on a Saturday morning at nine a.m. I get there at like twenty past eight. That's really early. Yeah, bro. But do you know why? Because you're on time. Because I'm on time. <laughs> Like, but if something happens on the way to work, You're I'm late. Yeah. It's like I said before, on a other podcast, I start performers at 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. No, 8.30 and I get there at 7.30 mm. because I allow for issues to go wrong, right? Obviously, I'm not saying you need to be an hour early, but like I'd be rocking up 10, 15 minutes early. So you're ready to like, when the door opens, you're ready to go you're in and be ready in. as opposed to walking in as it's starting. Mm. Um, so be on time. That's the first kind of rule of thumb for me for class etiquette. Then the the learning process, like obviously ask questions. Like me as a teacher, I love it when people ask questions. I know not every teacher loves people asking questions. I think they care about the questions that are asked. It's not that they have a problem with the questions. Mm -hmm. I think they want people to only ask questions that are like needed. I like, I know I've been in some classes where people are like, you should be able to figure that out without having to ask a question. But my other opposing side to that is like, everyone's in a different part of their journey. Mm -hmm. So your, your question, my question, I might be able to answer myself, but you might need to know the exact same detail, but you need to ask that question because mm -hmm. you don't have the ability to like, to scan, to process, to process it, it yeah. to scan up and down, to take in as much information. Yeah. So if I'm, I might not need to ask what that pinky finger is doing on that right hand mm. because I've scanned, but you might not be able to take in that information as of yet. So you might have to ask that detail. So things like questions, I'm always like, you know, when people go, I've got a, this might be a silly question. I'm like, there's not ask a silly, it. to me, there's yeah, not yeah. a silly question. Unless it's like, why do dolphins swim in the middle of class? Like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's not a silly question. So ask questions, I'm all for it. And then- It shows you're paying attention as it well. Shows your, it shows you care. Yeah. I like that. And then um, when the room is like, say like I ask the room a question as the teacher. And no I can't does. bear it when no one responds. Yeah. Like, or they don't even like, you don't even need to say, like vocally responding would be the, the perfect thing to do mm -hmm. with a smile, hopefully, <laughs> right? But otherwise just like, a, a smile or a head nod or a thumbs up, like some sort of acknowledgement. There's so often that I teach and I go, are we okay? And the room, like, or any questions? And it's literally like, flat I've lines. just gone, I hope you all die. Like <laughs> the room is like flatline and you're like, yeah. yo, give me something. I'm here trying to give my all to 40 of you. Mm -hmm. The least you can do is give a tiny bit of you back. Yeah, like yeah. in communication wise, I know you're giving me because you're giving me your time, your effort and your money but just some sort of communication to make this 
environment, a nicer environment. Mm-hmm. So it's not me talking to myself like a fucking solo podcast in the middle <laughs> of class, which I, of all people, don't mind doing. But if that annoys me, like, I can't imagine what it feels like for people who maybe don't like talking that much, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, so just be more responsive. There's a girl I teach at Performers, and uh, she's my favorite. I wish she could go to every class. Because, like, I go, hey, guys, how was your week? And she's like, really good. Like, there's always a response. There's always a smile. There's always a thumbs up. Like, it's such a positive uh, communication relationship mm. whilst teaching her. You know, like, even if you don't get the steps, she's like, can you do it again with the biggest smile on her face? And you're like, this. Uh, hell yeah, I can. Yeah, of course I can. Like, this makes my, you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. Like, this makes it nice. Mm-hmm. Whereas when people don't respond, oh my God. It, it makes you feel like, as the teacher, a dumbass. Yeah, it makes you, it like makes you feel like you're wrong. doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, students don't think about what that teacher's feeling like mm-hmm. i always say to students like you think you have the hard job like you've only got to take as much information as you can from that one person in front of you as the teacher i have to give as much information as i can to the 40 people in front of me and take it back and take it back yeah. and be able to deliver it in different ways to make sure 40 of you understand it mm. so the least you can do is respond with a smile or like communication so be responsive is a huge one um I like when I take class, I love class to be fun. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I dance because I love dancing. If it's like, if it feels like it's a fucking science project in there and everyone's like dead quiet and like, I get it, we're concentrating and we're learning it. But again, like, I don't mind being like, let's go, like a little something to make the mm. room nice. Like, or I don't know, especially if my friends are teaching, if it's like Sam or John and Marco, like they'll say something and, I, and I'll always say something to try and make them laugh. Like I'll sh- do like a silly comment yep. without it being rude, without it disrupting the room, but just to make like the class, like a fun environment, bouncy kind of space. Mm. And like Kai Scanlon does that in mine. Like he'll always make a silly little comment or a joke and you're just like, really? Like <laughs> it's fun. It breaks up the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stops it. And I know not every teacher is going to like that. Like in a ballet class, that probably wouldn't rock well. Even in some aka commercial classes that might not go down very well but for me this is the thing i love like this is fun so let's let's keep it fun right but don't start fucking around at the back of the classroom Mm. like so uh, there's been a few classes i've taught recently where like people are in the back and they're messing around and i'm having to then get their attention to teach them i'm having to ask them to stop fucking around so i can teach them Mm. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it's a balance, right? Like, I'm all up for you having fun. Like, if you both, like, you nudge your mate and you have a giggle about something that makes you laugh or, like, do you remember this? Like, that's cool for 10 seconds. Mm, But don't let it make me be like, I haven't. And choose your moment. Mm. Like, when the teachers walk into press play on the music, that might be your moment where you can have a little little communication. Mm. But if I'm trying to talk to you or, or the teacher is trying to address the room, that's not the time for you to be talking. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, or for you to be fucking around, especially like that's so frustrating that I have to beg you to teach you. Yeah. When like, you're, that when you're paying to be taught by me, just don't come. Yeah. Like as much as I like your money, don't come. Right. Mm. Um, so You'd yeah. You'd rather take a pay hit. I'd rather take I, a pay hit and make my life more like make the class and make better. the class because that, that stops it from being enjoyable for me as well. Well, it stops it from being enjoyable for everyone. Exactly. Because you're then getting pissy and then your envi- your uh my demeanour. Your demeanour reduces. Yeah, which whatever. affects the whole room, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Things and like that's that. also like you're then spending time correcting them or like telling them to get back into line. Mm-hmm. Which reduces other people's time. Yeah. My other thing is uh know where you're at. So right. like know where you're at and know like within your ability and let that kind of not dictate where you stand. But like, if you know you're struggling more than 90% of the people in the room, I don't recommend you stand in the front row. Right. Do you get that a lot? Not a lot, but it does happen sometimes Mm. with the person off your shoulder is going down in flames every three seconds. (laughs) And like, imagine how frustrating that is for the person behind you. Mm. And then that person also is kind of throwing themselves under the bus because if I don't dance it with you, then you've got no one to follow along. You've got no one to follow, yeah, yeah. Like if I was like the... If I was someone who was a weaker person or a beginner in an intermediate advanced class, I'd be standing behind someone who's more advanced than me. So then you can So I can play follow the leader, right? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, you still want to be able to see the teacher. You don't want to be in the very back corner because otherwise you're going to get nothing. You're going to get like fifth hand information learning from each row. Mm -hmm. But you also don't want to be on the teacher's ass because if the teacher disappears, 
you fucked. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like you don't want to be the the one that's messing up. I, I'll never forget taking class in LA with Misha and like all the little kids go at the front. Right. Which is fine because they're the smallest they people in yeah. the room, right? So they can see. But he used to get like, not annoyed, but he used to be like, guys, like you haven't got four. Like he didn't say this, but like his meaning was like, you don't got, you don't have the steps. You don't know what it is. Don't stand in the front. Like mm. you're messing up the entire room. What was he saying? There's two the kids. He'd just say it like as a general to the room. Right. Like if you don't know what you're doing, don't stand in the front row. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I always remember at the time being like, yeah, but they need to be able to see to learn. And now the more of established teacher I become, the better mm. teacher I'm, I get it. Because it's like, well, you see the effect that that person messing up every step or going left when everyone's going right, that af that affects the whole room. Yeah. Like, so just know where you're at in your ability and dictate where you stand. Do you think they know where they're at though? Like, are they that self-aware? But you, well, if you're not, you need to be. That's part of being this job, right? But I think so many people just aren't. I'm not talking about in dance, but it's like a whole, I think so many people don't actually know their ability. But I know that I wouldn't stand at the front of Josh Daniels' class. Mm. But you're self-aware. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying like they're... I, I don't I'm know saying how like, they are. Is there actually like a disconnection between their, but, their but imaginary reality and... But surely you know if you don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know, I think so. Like surely you know that if they go five, six, seven, eight and your body does the wrong thing, <laughs> like... I'd like to think so. Uh, I, I certainly I, would. Yeah, I would too. Oh, I just licked the microphone. <laughs> does that sound like anything? It's weird, isn't it? That's really um, fucking weird. like shit. Um, yeah. That's a nice little real. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's just weird to me. Like, mm. why would you want to be going wrong at the front center? I, I get you're eager to learn and you're like, you're not shy maybe. Mm. But like, do yourself a favor so you have someone to follow. Mm -hmm. And then also be nicer <laughs> to the rest of the room so they haven't got to watch you go down <laughs> in fucking flames and confuse them. You know? But that's the worst is like, like what you were saying about this when you're on a job um you were saying on sunday when the person in front of you was going wrong it makes you think that you're going wrong yeah you, you have know? to trust your instincts you have to boy. trust that you're going right L trust that you know like mm. believe in your ability mm. but i believe in my ability that if i see someone going wrong i and my i don't think i'm i i trust my instincts that i'm right but that's come through lots of practice mm. you know um and then my other thing is like, so say when we do right. You put some serious thought into this, haven't you? You're just reading them off. Do you know what? I haven't at all. It's just like... It's, it's just coming. It's something... Oh, bro, I teach five yeah, days yeah. a week. Like, I experience this a lot. <laughs> Not so much as a student anymore, but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely as, as a, a teacher. teacher. Um, and then the other thing is like, when we go like, okay, let's go group one, group two. Mm -hmm. Like, or like, let's split the room in half. Don't just walk off without the teacher telling you which half you're on. Right. You know, so if I go, right, let's go in halves. Yeah. And then a group, like, so people just walk off. You don't know what half you are. Like, right. you've just shown me that, you, like, I'm not doing it. Mm. I, I know that might not be a big thing to people. I have a thing that if I go, right, let's go in half, and I just split down the middle, and I don't say who's group one, group two, and the side leaves, they're always group one. Right. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm like, whoa. Where do you think you're going, cowboy? You, you, don't, you don't dictate this. Mm. Like, I know that might be a really petty thing on me. But like, I always go, what makes them thing. think that they're not doing it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes them think that someone else has to go first? Mm. Or that they don't have to? Nah, I'm like, so if I see people leave first, I'm always like, get back in. Get back in. And if they don't, if that doesn't happen, I always go, the, whoever's got the most boys on. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a, that's a, but I think that might be a, a me pet peeve. But then also when groups are happening, like I'm, I don't mind you being on the side practicing, but let's not pretend that there's not a group dancing. Yeah. 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 When like, they're just chatting or whatever. When they're just chatting or like they go and play on their phone. What the fuck? Mm. Like there's a group happening. That's one phones. Yeah. In class. Get out, get off them. Because there's so many times where you'll someone will go on a phone and they come back completely different because they've been sent a message or whatever. And it's changed their... And it's changed their behavior. Yeah, that's changed so their true. mindset. Yeah, that's a big one for yeah. me. No, that's a fat one. Because your brain should be focused on learning, mm. not on who's texting who's you. Who's texting Unless, you. obviously, like, you're waiting for, like, an emergency or... <laughs> <laughs> like, or some, like, an emergency or something like that. Like, mm. like, lately, like, my phone's been, like in my forefront when I'm teaching because I'm waiting for like my estate agents because mm -hmm. I can't miss that call. You know, like little things like that. But otherwise, like if you've got an hour and a half to just put your phone in your bag and not look at it and focus on taking in information from mm. the teacher and not from external stuff, 
you're only going to end up better from it. Absolutely. I think there's something to say about how much like you can take in during like an hour or an hour and a half. And it's, it's another data input. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like more information which you're absorbing, which is going to lessen your yeah. learning capabilities. Mm. What else is there? I think uh, if you're dealing with shit outside of the, outside of the room Leave or you're there. going through emotional life, it, either leave it there, either leave it outside the studio and don't bring your problems in with you or use it to your advantage. Mm, go on. Elaborate. So if you're like emotionally like going through it, your boyfriend's broken up with you or your girlfriend's broken up with you or yep. cheated on you or whatever, like all that anger and frustration, come in here and let it out. Mm. This is your happy place. This is the thing you're meant to use as like your, your go-to. Like, say you're in like a, a contemporary class and they want an emotional thing. <laughs> you're you in. To, like, utilize that shit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, utilize that thing. Be like, I'm going to fucking kill this. Yo, when my ex-girlfriend cheated on me. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going there? Yeah. Yo, it's the most successful I've ever been. Really? I booked my dream job. Right. I become Lavelle Smith's assistant. I got picked out in more classes. I trained more than I've ever trained. I was the most shredded I've ever been. Mm. Like you I use that emotion as a tool. It's funny. I've I've always said to use anger as a as a like part of your arsenal. Mine was anger, sadness, yeah. everything. But instead of saying on my sofa crying about it, I did for a day. But then like mm. I like I was like right. I Absolutely. used it, and my my motivation was like watch this. Mm. I'm going to make greatness. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Use yeah, it. My best life decisions have come from a place of anger. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're obviously an angry person because you do make some good choices. <laughs> like, like my decision to like never be employed again and go self-employed came from anger. From a shit employee. No, employer. just like I was so frustrated that I couldn't be me because mm. like, I came out of school with no GCSEs and blah 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 blah. And I, I knew I was capable of a lot. Yeah. And I was so angry at the system that we live in. God, we're going deep now. Um, I was so angry at the system that we live in that I used that anger to say fuck you i'm never working for someone else again mm. and i built what we're in now from it nice you know yeah so i just think you use that emotion or mm. if you can't use it leave it at the door because when you bring it in and you you're you're the negative egg in the room that's like a little virus mm, it spreads you're like baby covid <laughs> like <laughs> like your negative energy is going to rub off on the person next to you mm -hmm. the same as being positive being positive what we come in give week. you be a be a beacon of positivity mm. like i said uh, there's a girl called jesse who i was like buy the happiest person in the world because even if yes. she doesn't get the steps even if she doesn't really know what's going on like she does know what's going on most of the time but even if she has doubt she just smiles and she's like, I'll get it. Like, she's just happy. Thank mm. you. Like, I'm down for that. Like, you're always welcome in this room. Mm -hmm. Even if you get 5% of the steps, you never get five. You always get 95. But like, you're always welcome because you bring such a nice energy. energy. And that's like, they're the people that I want in my room. Well, it's funny. I was thinking about similar context today. It's like, who are you within the role? Right, so me or just like as oh, a, like yeah. as a, as a generalized question is like, okay, yes, you can be Kane the dancer, Kane the teacher, but who are you outside of those roles, and how and are you the same within every single one of those roles? So, for example, like what you're saying about what was her name, Jess. Mm -hmm. So like she's obviously quite a happy person. So she, within the role of being a student, she's a happy person, which she brings probably to every region of her life. She's probably a happy person whether she's at Tesco's or, or whether she's in a class, yeah. right? And if you can carry across, like, like some that I'm aware of is that my base values, I carry with me to every single sector of my life. My mm. friendships, my relationships, my different jobs that I do is like, I will always be the same person, which because I, I work on the foundation of me first. Mm. And then that increases the likelihood people want to work with me. Yeah. For example, my base values is like, I'm kind, loving, respectful. Yeah. Right. And I will apply that in videography. I'll apply that in PT. Yeah. I'll apply that in any business relationship, any yeah. friendship I have, et cetera. Um, so it, was, it goes on with what you're saying about being a happy person. It's like, that's the base value. Yeah. In, now inject into every other part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So be a positive person in the room because, you know, you're going to infect because as soon as you come in as that Debbie Downer, and I've been that Debbie Downer on jobs. Mm. I've been that person. No, I've never been asked back. Like, don't <laughs> be that person. Um, and then... When people are doing groups, like it costs nothing. And Cisco kind of made a point of this. Like it costs nothing to clap. No. It costs nothing to cheer. Like even if they're not even the best, just support them because mm. they're here putting themselves out there to be better. 
be better. They're putting themselves out there. That's Josh Daniel. Be better. Happy birthday, Josh. It was your birthday yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday to you. Um, like, it costs nothing to make a better environment. Yeah. Like, if you all start cheering each other, naturally, you're all going to enjoy the room more. Way more. Like, even if you're watching the worst dancers in the room, show them some love. Throw mm. some support at them. They'll do it back to you. It feels nice. Like... I think Cisco was calling it artificial support or something yeah. like, <laughs> but it's right. Like it has such a different effect on the room. But you, you as the individual have the responsibility of creating an environment. Yeah. Like and it, it shouldn't be the teacher's responsibility. No, no, it's not that it's, to me, it's never even the teacher's responsibility how good you are. Like it's down to you to put in the work. Mm. It's down to you to, the only thing the teacher's responsible of is making sure that they make it a safe space. Mm-hmm. You have a part, you have a role to play in that as well as the student, but the teacher's responsibility is to make sure it's a safe space because if someone's making it an unsafe space, they've got to go. So mm -hmm. it's up to you to get rid of them and to make sure you're delivering good content. Mm -hmm. You're giving good teaching, you're giving good direction, you're guiding well. You know what I mean? You're teaching good information, mm -hmm. you're sharing good information. Everything else is on the student, like mm -hmm. how hard you work, do you practice outside of it, uh, your learning process. Like I can advise you on what I think is the best way for you to learn. But then if that doesn't work for you, like I don't like people going full out until they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like that's my preference. That's what I've learned. And I've learned that from lots of other people. But some people like learning by going full out. And if you know that your way really works for you and my way doesn't, you keep doing you. Mm -hmm. But I recommend, all I can do is advise you on what I think is right. This is one of the tools that you use. Yeah, yeah. that I use and I find very successful. Mm -hmm. Because like, like I say all the time, why guess when you can know? Mm -hmm. like don't waste your energy guessing you don't just get in a car and be like let's guess what happens without having a lesson <laughs> without knowing mm. you know so yeah there's some of my class my points some lots lots there's some lots of points on points on class etiquette i can't really think of anything else oh hey how about at the end of the class you just say thanks mm. right just thanks in i'm not saying you need to like make a line and queue up which in la is a thing oh, like really? yeah like i remember people used to and i did it because everyone else did it yeah. and and i guess when i like I was there, like I wanted to say hello to Marty Kadelka because he's mm -hmm. my hero. But like people would line up and say, thank you very much for class. And some people would be like, can I have a selfie? Can I have a chit chat? I don't want a selfie with you. And I don't need to know your life story. If you want to say thank you and you have some advice, I'll ask, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly answer mm -hmm. it. If I've never seen you before, I might ask you like, hey, where are you from? How come yeah, you're yeah. here? Like, I don't need to know about your breakfast. But, and I don't mean that in a horrible way, but it's like the teacher doesn't have time to speak to 40 people like, about a life story about after it details, but yeah. it doesn't cost just to say you don't even need to line up even if you're just leaving just wave and say Nodding. thank you yeah. like again they're the loveliest students are performers every single class when they're leaving they all go thank you thank you thank you to a point where I'm like I say thank no worries, you no worries, yeah, no worries, no worries. <laughs> thank you have a nice day have a nice day like but it's so lovely yeah, yeah. it's better than just being like finished and everyone bouncing it shows your level of respect yeah and there's something about that right like yeah, so um, I don't think I've missed anything. No. No. Well, I don't know. Oh, um, now again, one the last one, everyone is different. Every teacher is different. Like, I don't need people to ask me to go to the toilet. Right. You know, like in just class, go. like some teachers are like, like, I don't, you didn't go to dance college, but like in dance college or just in general, like people have to put their hand up and they say, can I go to the toilet? Like, I get that teachers want people to do that so they know where they are and they don't think people are just leaving the room. Mm -hmm. And fire safety and all the rest of them. Yeah, 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 lots of reasons. I, my reasoning is I don't need you to, to stop my trail of thought or ask me a question in the middle of me explaining something, just if you can have a wee. <laughs> and then it ruin, it, it, it make me not be able to deliver my information the best it could be. Right. I believe that in if you're leaving the room, you're leaving the room for a valid reason. If you're running out of the room, I'm going to go as an urgency. But even if you just leave and just like, I'll, I'll notice you're leaving. Mm -hmm. But even if you just go, just go like, yeah, like yeah. you know, you can like mouth it. You can point like, like I'll know what you mean. As opposed to just like, don't just run out because then I'm going to panic and think like you're dying. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing worse than being in the middle of a, like, I'm explaining something. And then they'll be like, can I use the toilet? I'm like, are you mad? <laughs> like, I'm just telling you why it's important to plie. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or I'm just about, I press play and you put your hand up. I'm like, press pause again. Like, it, it just kills the flow of the class. Right. Like, Ch again, choosing moments, right? And some people would be like, just wait till after class. And I'm like, I don't agree with that. Because I'm like, but if, if I need a pee, 
I'm peeing. I'm peeing. Like, I don't just decide randomly, like, yo, I, I want to pee now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this black class. I want to pee. Thing. Like, I'm a grown-up. And yeah. I treat people like, obviously, if they're kids, I want them to ask. Mm-hmm. It's different. But, like, as an adult, if you're trying to be professional, if you're in class, like, you you know if you need to go to the toilet or not. You know if you can hold it or not. Mm. Like, if I need a wee, I'm not going to be the best I can in that class because I'm actually distracted about holding my bladder. Yeah. <laughs> totally Can't believe I'm talking about weeing. Like, <laughs> yeah, just that really throws me off. Like, right. When people go, as I'm in the middle, of, can I go to the toilet? I'm like, yes. I'm not going to say no, am I? Who says no? You no? Stay there. But like, who says no? Right. Yeah. Like, sometimes I say no as a joke and they look at me. I'm like, pee yourself. <laughs> of course you can go, idiot. Go pee. Mm. Anyway, Do you go wait 30 seconds whilst I explain this? Because no. you know you're about to drop like some good info. No. Do not. No, that's on you. Okay. Go pee. Because if I have to, if, I know if I have to, if I need to go to the point in class where I'm like, I don't ask in class, but if I go to the, like if I'm in class and I'm like, I need to go pee, I know it's because it's to the point where I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, all right. Right? Yeah. Or have a shit. Like, <laughs> you got to go, you got to go. I know some people won't agree with me and they'll say, hold it, but we don't all have bladder holding skills. Girls always seem to be really good at holding their bladders. Mm. Better than boys. Change the topic? Yeah. Anywho. Anyhow. I went on one then. You went on one. About peeing. About peeing. Yeah, I think that's all my class etiquette etiquette points. Mm. You got anything to add? No, I think you covered. You teach? Did I cover it? Everything? I think you covered good base. Nice. Thanks, guys. I think that's the end. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to bring up the whole Joe Rogan thing. Oh, go. Yeah, but being cancelled. Being cancelled. But I just... Should we do it for another day? Might not be popular next week. Might not be popular. If you don't want to hear about this, sign out, subscribe, leave me a five-star rating review on iTunes, follow us on Instagram, (laughs) and sign up for the Internet's Training Program, and message us if you want to buy some new merchandise, which is coming soon. If you want to stay for this chat, hi. Hi. Because this is a chat that me and you should probably have, so you might as well just do it on air. Dude, what the fuck is going on? What, the world trying to cancel him? The world trying to cancel him? Nah, man. My belief is that he's the most highly viewed... Uh, influencer entertainment system on the entire planet he's an it's an easy target to make clickbait it's an easy target for news headlines to get stories in cash money because it used to be donald trump yeah and now there's no one to talk about what are they going to keep doing like like in the uk it's more about like boris johnson being a bellend like Mm. and that's fine but like no one cares about the topic covid anymore no one t- cares about the topic brexit anymore no one can talk about donald trump anymore so what can we bring up it's the next money maker that's the next money maker yeah, it's the yeah. next thing that's going to make us popular let's like try and call out joe rogan and everyone who has an opinion a negative opinion on joe rogan Hasn't is normally someone that's podcast. never listened to his podcast absolutely because he's the most open-minded communicator ever yeah he and i know because i listen to fucking them all the time yeah like it, it, th- that's what like shocks me so much about it it's like how are you like, if you've ever listened to even just an hour of his podcast, you would know that what he's about. Well, like, let's he's talk about finding out information. So let's talk about like the current one, right? So the first one was uh, he was spreading misinformation, which is total bollocks. Well, well, he's not spreading misinformation. He's bringing he's on the asking most, information. He's asking information from the most highly qualified scientist on earth. <laughs> no, the most publicated scientist, e- doctor slash scientist yeah. ever. So Joe Rogan's not spreading information. If anything, this doctor would be. Mm. But he's the most published or qualified there is to talk about it. I know. So what's the ish? Also, if anyone should be getting done for spreading misinformation, why aren't the news outlets? I'm, why aren't the government? Absolutely. Because you've been saying a mask works this whole fucking time and it doesn't. <laughs> you first of all you said now. first of all you said, get your vaccine, it'll make you better. Now we're on number four. We're still not fucking better. Yeah. That is that not misinformation? Like, we don't scrutinize or, like, cancel other people, but someone wants to cancel a public figure or someone who's not the government because they have such a big influence and it's easy money. Mm. It's easy clickbaits. It's easy things. It's an easy topic to talk about. Then the other thing now now they're on is Joe Rogan's racist. No, no. Well, once upon a time, a very long time ago, he used horrendous words but you've taken it out of context and you've edited it. And isn't it funny that you've posted it on Black History Month? Oh, really? Black right. History Month. So this yeah. has been around for 10 years 
And now you're trying to take him down. You're telling me that it's not coincidence that now... Now is the time to now strike. Now is the time to, to yeah, strike yeah. on this specific thing. It's just such a shame because it's like... And I'm not I'm not condoning it. Like, the yeah, things yeah. he said is horrendous. And but, even he said is horrendous. But, I, I, but it's been around forever. From I my have, understanding, he wasn't using it like in a, quote, derogatory sense. No, he wasn't. But that's how it's edited. But it's irrelevant. Like, right. we shouldn't use that those words yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's right for the record. Yeah. But, like... But they've made it out in a job sense. Out. But like, I don't agree with it. Full stop. Mm -hmm. Like, it's out there. Like, it's it should never be said. Mm -hmm. Like, but if we're gonna like start cancelling people, yo, there's low. We can go down a rabbit hole. Like, mm -hmm. let's get rid of Howard Stern then, because he's done blackface and be more racist than anyone. But we haven't cancelled him. Mm. Like, but how about let's just not try and cancel people. Yeah. How about let's try and educate people on their mistakes or question people on their mistakes and see if they own up. And then if they say sorry or they go, do you know what? I'm a different person to then than I was 15 years ago or 10 years ago. Mm. I was a douche. I'm really, really sorry. Then we forgive them. If they double down and stand by it, then we can cancel them. Mm. You know? Yeah, I, I think like this whole cancel culture is just bizarre. It's like you can't move without doing something wrong. No. Because someone's going to be offended no matter what you do. Yeah. And that's kind of the main thing in like business and politics. It's like no matter what you do, you can't please everyone. No. And so you're gonna upset someone along the lines, but it's to me it's it's not our responsibility but responsibility to cancel other people. It's our responsibility to check our own emotions. Like if you're being offended by something, it's probably because you haven't got enough emotional stability surrounding that subject. Hundred percent. You know, like if I called you ginger, or if I said all oh, gingers are X Y Z, and you're offended by it, it's because you're insecure that you're ginger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like okay, what I'm saying is wrong. But like, I have quote freedom to say that. Yeah. It's up to you whether or not you're offended by that. Yeah. You know, if someone called me short, I'd laugh. Yeah, me too. Because motherfucker, I'm mad yeah, short. Yeah, I call myself but, Team Hobbit team, all the time. All the time. Because, but I'm so emotionally secure around that subject mm. that no matter what someone said to me about being short, I'm never going to be offended. Yeah. Because I'm, it's, and it's, I'm good with it. And it's factual. <laughs> <laughs> and it's factual. Like, it's not opinion based. Mm. It's fact. You're a short male. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like if, if I called, if I was overweight, if I was 20 stone and you called me fat, you're not being horrible. You're, you're not being horrible. You're, well, you are being horrible. Well, well, but, like, but you're also the same way as you calling me ginger. Yeah. Like. It's quite a fact. It's quite a fact. Yeah. As I long think, as it's done in more specific context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the thing is with Joe Rogan at the moment, like they're just trying to cancel him because it's easy money. There's no one else to try and cancel. Everyone says he's really far right because he's not pro cancel culture, all this stuff, but he's also not really pro right because he, he's open to topic. He's not pro anything. He's pro anything. He's pro conversation. Mm. He's pro learning. And like, to me, if we all had a Joe, if we all had a bit of Joe Rogan, we'd be a much better place. Oh yeah. Like, because if you look at his podcast, he's the highest viewed platform podcast of all time. Each episode averages around 11 million views wow. slash listens. Yeah. That's more than any TV show there has been in the history of TV shows mm. on a regularity basis. He has white people, black people, Asian people. Like he has left, he has right. He has he left, has he has right. He has gay, he has straight. Like mm. how can you say? How can you say he's? How can you say he's? He's a racist person when he tours with Dave Chappelle and then has Dave Chappelle and other black comics or whatever people like whatever their profession is professionals on the biggest platform in the world and promotes them and promotes them. Yeah, yeah. It's just. No, it really, it really bothered me. Yeah, but it's just the world we're in. Man. I know. It's like when but I shared this thing. It's not that. It's like when I shared the uh, the speech of him, like the nine minute speech about mm. saying sorry for spreading misinformation and sorry if you're offended. First of all, he shouldn't have said sorry. No, but I didn't do you know what? Said sorry. But at the same time, that. he didn't really say sorry. He just explained his point. Mm. He didn't go, "I am sorry for doing this." He said, "I'm sorry if you're offended." Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, he apologized for your feelings, not for what he did. You know, like, so it was kind of a sorry, but like I posted it and someone messaged me saying I'm unfollowing you and unfollowed me. I was like, cool. Bye. Like mental, like as if you're offended by me sharing that, like, I think where a lot of the issue is, is no, none of us have real problems. Like, yo, so we create problems. We, we, cause life's you know easy. I mean? Cause life is easy. And life there's, is there's this idea, isn't it? It's like hard times create strong men. Yeah. Men create good times. Good times equals weak men. Yeah. And I feel personally. No, men create um, strong men. Hard times create strong men. Strong, strong men, men create times. easy times. Easy, easy times time create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. You just said it creates men. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 what he said. But I feel like we're in that weak 
like weak stage. Yeah, because the strong men have come and women, strong mm. men and women have come. They've made life couldn't be much easier. We can do I can get shit delivered to me tomorrow morning crazy, from yeah. the other side of the world. Like mm. life couldn't be essentially easier, but we look for problems. Now we're looking for problems and looking for things to be offended by. Whereas once upon a time, we used to just be like, imagine going to a third, third world country and being like, yo, did you see what Joe Rogan said on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, no I'm so offended. And they'd be like, bitch, I have, I need to eat. Mm. I need water. Like, you know, like it's just perspective. Absolutely. So yeah, a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> we say it's surrounded by lights, cameras, a computer. Uh, and yeah. On a nice couch. Uh, I, it's like I put up the other night. Um, life is good as you make it. Like life can be as good as you let it be. Like if you're constantly finding problems, then life is going to be hard if you look for problems. I know that's not as easy said as done because some people do have really shit things happen to them. Oh yeah. Like I've had shit things happen to me, but I don't let that define me. Mm. That doesn't define my life. I learn from it. I use it. I grow from it. Mm. It's like 90% of your life is how you react to stuff. Yeah. You know I mean, you can't always dictate the hands that are dealt to you, but you can show us how dictate how you play the hand. Most definitely. You know, yeah, man. Anyway, life is good. Life is good. God is great. Don't know where that come from. <laughs> By God, I mean me, Nick Bass. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Bass is great. Um, <laughs> John Graham is great. All the different gods, my <laughs> gods. Um, anywho, anyhow, peace out. Peace Subscribe. Out. Message us. Oh, we had questions. We'll answer them next week. Yeah, love. We say goodbye. Bye. Bye, friends. <laughs> Bye, family. Bye, Jake. Bye. Have a good time. What was that from? Bye. Nickelodeon. Bye. Have a good time. I don't know. Uh, don't know if you're allowed to do that accent, though. Best cancel. <laughs> you get cancelled for that. I know you look Asian, but you're not. Bye.